Welcome to today's podcast. I'm Brad Harbison. I'm happy to be joined by Hal Coleman. Hal is a former PCO and state regulator who now works as a marketing consultant, and you can check out his website at pestcontrolmarketer.com. And Hal wrote the July PCT feature, Who's Answering Your Telephone, which discusses the importance of having the right person answering the phone. Hal, thanks for joining me. Oh, thank you, Brad. I'm excited to be here. Hal, one of the reasons we thought this was an important issue was online reviews. I don't know about you, but when I read these online reviews, it really amazes me how often reviewers comment on the person answering the phone. And just how, how important is it to have the right person answering the phone? Oh, Brad, I can't even describe how important it is because, you know, a lot of people spend a, a tremendous amount of money and effort on their marketing and their advertising in order to do one thing, and that is to get the phone to ring. And if they blow it on the phone call, then they've just wasted all of the money and time and effort they spent to generate that call. So uh, when somebody calls your pest control company, uh, you know, two things have happened. Number one, we know they have a pest problem or a concern. And number two, they've already made the decision to do something about it. But, but that's why they're making the call. They're trying to find help. So. That's not a red-hot prospect. That's a white-hot, molten (laughs) prospect. And if you let them get away, you know, you ought to be taken out back and shot. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, that's that's money right there in your hand. If you blow it on the phone call, you've just, oh, I I can't tell you how important it is. Yeah, and... Talk about that a little bit. I mean, uh, from your experience, either running your company or, or working with other PCOs, uh, what are some of the common mistakes that PCOs make or, or also just other uh, office personnel, some of the mistakes that they make when speaking to the customers and potential customers on the phone? You know, one of the biggest ones. I'll tell you how I, I really got interested in this was years ago when really prior to a lot of Internet marketing when we were all in the Yellow Pages, and the Yellow Pages was the Internet for us back then. And this... Uh, came out where they offered, uh, if you advertised in this certain book, one of the things they did for you is they recorded all of the conversations that came into your office, and then they sent you a, uh, at that time it was a CD, I think, but you could go back and then you could listen to the conversations that the people had with your employees or your office manager. So I was all excited about that. I said, oh, this is going to be really cool. Man, I, I wanted I just wanted to go and lock myself in the bathroom and cry after I listened to the conversations that, that callers had with uh, people in my office because we blew it so bad. And, and uh, the main thing, Brad, is that when people call, uh, we want to talk to them instead of just being quiet and letting them talk and, and asking them questions. Yeah. And and that kind of leads into my next question. You know, in the article, you had listed a number of traits of good phone answerers. I'm not going to go into all of them. And again, I would encourage all our, our readers to access the article to, to review all those. But can you kind of speak in general terms? I mean, what does it take to be a good phone operator? Well, you need to be patient. You need to know what questions to ask. Uh, your main goal is to generate an inspection or, a, you know, uh, well, you, you want to help people. But uh, and a lot of times by helping them, that's going to mean going out to do a treatment for them or selling them your service. So you need to be a good listener. You need to be empathetic to those people and let them know that you can feel their pain and and uh, have concern for them. You need to be a problem solver. You need to be a, a, a decision maker. Uh, 
you need to be uh, uh, you need to have a bright personality. They need to hear your energy over the phone. See, what we do a lot of times is we simply have the wrong people answering the phone. We we don't put a lot of emphasis on how important that is, and so we have people with no personality, no patience, no understanding of how to generate and secure that inspection or that appointment, uh, no knowledge to answer very many questions that the caller might have, and they're not problem solvers, and they're stressed out, they're working, and they hate to answer the phone because it interrupts everything they do. So we just have a a system that's kind of self-defeating in our offices a lot of times. I hired a girl one time. I needed an assistant office manager, and her main job, uh, this person's main job was going to be to answer the phone. So I interviewed. I had about eight or nine really good applicants for it, but one of them was a young girl. Uh, She had a great personality. She was the least qualified of everybody I had interviewed, but uh, I asked them this question, and I said, well, I said, you know, you're you're the least qualified of everybody, but I like you, and I said, what would... uh, why should why should I hire you when you're the least qualified? She, and she looked at the phone and pointed at it. She because Mr. Coleman, I can light up the people on the other end of that phone. She said, I don't care how mad they are, how upset they are, whatever it is, I can make them think that this company is the greatest pest control company on the face of the earth. And I'm just sitting there with my mouth. My next two words were, you can guess, you're hired. Right, right. <laughs> well, and, and that... That's that's an interesting uh, that's an interesting process you went through there, and it, it kind of leads me to to think about the old nature versus nurture argument. I mean, are there certain personality types this, that can do this job better, or can anybody be trained to be a good operator? I don't think anybody can. Uh, we used to answer that my my company was North Fulton Exterminating, so we would answer the phone, North Fulton. You know, that's the way we answered it in the beginning because that's just we didn't know any better. But I finally changed it to, uh, it's a great day at North Fulton Exterminating. This is Hal. How can I help you today? And so whatever. The, so we went around. The, I had 10 employees. We went around the table. I said, I want to hear you answer that way. And I had a guy named Lloyd. And Lloyd talked like this all the time. You know, it was kind of in a monotone. Everything he said, his voice never went up or went down. It was always in a monotone. You know what I mean? And so I came to Lloyd. I said, Lloyd, let me hear you say that. And he said, it's a great day at North Fulton Exterminating. This is Lloyd. How can I help you? I said, no, Lloyd, really beef it up, man. Let me Make it alive. Make it come alive. And he said, it's a great day. <laughs> and I said, no, Lloyd, I want you to pretend like the person's across the street. Just shout it out, man, like you just won the lottery. And he cleared his throat. He said, <clears throat> it's a great day at North Fulton Exterminating. This is Lloyd. How can I help you? I said, Lloyd, do me a favor. Don't answer the phones. I said, don't answer the phone. Let somebody else answer it. Because it it, it, it was such a downer just to hear him answer, just to hear him talk on the phone. So I wanted somebody to say, it's a great day at North Fulton Exterminating. This is Barbara. How can I help you today? And when we started answering the phones that way, we got a lot of comments. And and I teach that to my coaching clients. And I, and I had a guy several years ago who did pest control and lawn care. He was out near St. Louis. And he had two girls in the office that answered the phone. And they were, they started doing that. And they were great. And he called me a, a couple of weeks later. He said, I just had to call you and pass this along, Hal. He said, I sold a $22,000 
commercial lawn care job today, and and I talked to this lady, and she said she was calling around, talking to companies, and she said, the minute I heard your girl answer the phone, I knew I was going to do business with you. Huh. Said I thought you would just love to hear that. I said, oh, I sure do. I love hearing stories like that. But, you know, it's just all in the energy and the sincerity and the you got to sound like you're having a good time and to engage them really quickly. And, and then you have to know the right questions to ask them to lead them. See, when they call, they've got a problem. They want to get it solved. And, and a blessing to them would be for them to get it solved with the very first phone call they make. It's just a pain to have to think about calling companies. And, you know, it's a, it's a terribly negative process for somebody to have to go through to try to find a company to help them. So if you can make it really easy for them to say yes when they call you, they'll say yes to you almost every time. Yeah. And then along those same lines, Hallie, uh, a lot of uh, discussion in the industry about hiring, you know, the challenges with hiring. Let's look at that from, from this perspective of the office personnel folks who are going to be answering the phone and, you know, maybe they've never worked in, in pest control before. Are there certain type of backgrounds or previous professions that would catch your attention and say, hey, this person would be a, a good person to answer phones? Well, I'm not sure about the backgrounds, but I always tell people to hire, to hire for personality. Mm. And this is even true of termite technicians and pest control technicians and salespeople. Hey, hire for personality. And you can teach anybody how to kill a cockroach, but you can't teach them how to be engaging and, and, and warm and, and capture people. So hire for personality. You can teach them the, pest con- the, you can teach them the techniques of, of pest control. So in the office, you know, hire somebody. If you have a, you know, you could find, you could be in a restaurant and have a, a, a server come over who's just bubbly and bright and just captures you and say, you know, she would make a great person to be in your office answering the phone or he, either one. So it's, uh, it's all about personality. Yeah. And we tend to hire them because, well, maybe they have office experience, and, and that's what we look at, you know. But that's not the most important thing It's it, when they're answering your phones. It's all about personality. Yeah. And they handle the pressure, and do they know how to communicate with people, and do they know how to get people to say yes to them. And how uh, I think sometimes one of the things that we'll hear is f- from PCOs is, hey, you know, they've got a technician who may have injured himself on the job, or needs a break, you know, needs to get out of the field for a little bit, so they'll 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 stick them behind the phone. I mean, is this a bad idea, or can technicians do the job? And what kind of a crash course would you need to give a technician to get them up to speed on answering phones? Well, I would tell them to go to the Pest Control Marketing Podcast, <laughs> yeah, episode on who's answering your telephone, right. And they will, because, yes, it's training. And, and uh, like I say, I would, I, would, I would put them through a little test process. When I work with my clients, you know, and they're going to hire somebody, I always do an interview with that person before they make the, before they make the final offer for the job because I say, I want to talk to them on the phone. I don't want to know what they look like. I don't want to know anything about them other than, how they sound on the telephone and how well they can communicate on the telephone. And so I do kind of a little interview myself with them before somebody hires them uh, to make sure that they have the that they have great communication skills and they have command of the 
of the English language so that uh, that they because the vast majority of our customers speak English and so uh, uh, they have to be able to articulate and and have uh, you know command of the language not not use a lot of uh, slang improper grammar all of, all of these things matter Hal, you mentioned, uh, want to revisit something you had mentioned before. You talked about um, having your phone calls recorded and then going back and reviewing them, and, and that was you know, kind of a, a stressful process. <laughs> um, kind of reflecting on that, I mean, what, what did you learn from those phone calls, and, and, how did you, and how did that information of what you learned um, change the way you train folks on how to answer the phones? Oh, great question, great question. What I learned immediately was that on, on all of the phone calls I listened to, the caller was controlling the conversation. Mm. And, and that's bad. You see, that's like the, the passenger be, uh, taking over the controls of the ship sailing through the night when they don't know where they're going. So it's very important that when somebody calls you, you have control of the conversation and take them where you want them to go, which is ultimately, you know, the bottom line is to ultimately sign on with you. But customers, if you allow them to take control of the conversation, they'll go off on tangents. They'll go in every direction. Next thing you know, you're talking about uh, the vacation you took in Alaska last year, and both people get tired of talking. They hang up, and they say, well, if, you know, if we need you, we'll call you. Okay, fine. I'm so my, my employees were not controlling the conversation, and it just went in all sorts of directions. But, you know, if, if you were going to, if, if somebody called you and said, how do I get through this briar patch down here and across this creek up to the other side, how do, how's the best way to get through there? You wouldn't say, well, just go ahead and I'll follow you. You know, no, you say, you follow me. You have to take them by the hand and lead them through the briar patch. And so you have to lead them through a phone conversation also. You have to know what your end goal is, and that is, number one, to answer their questions and to so help solve their problem, which in many cases, uh, in some cases, it, w it won't involve a pest control treatment. They really don't need it in some cases. That You know, they just need... A, a little information and a couple of questions answered, and you realize they don't really need me. But in most cases, they do. If they've got termites or if they've got roaches and they want to get rid of them or they've got rodents in the attic and they want to get rid of them, uh, then they do need your service. So when you, when you realize that this person on the phone needs me, then now your job is to persuade them to hire you because they're going to hire somebody. Absolutely. They're going to hire somebody. They're going to write a check or swipe a credit card with somebody. Wouldn't you rather it be you? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, hell, those were some great insights. And, uh, again, I would uh, encourage uh, all of PCT's readers to check out the, uh, the, the article, Who's Answering Your Telephone, which appears in our July issue, which should be you should have any day now if you don't already have it, and it'll be up on our website here in a couple days as well. Hell, uh, before I let you go, just uh, tell folks a little bit about your, your company, and uh, if they want to get a hold of you, how, how can they do so? Right. Well, I'm in my uh, Brad, I'm in my 45th year in the pest control industry. Can you believe that? I know I sound <laughs> like I'm 10 years old, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, for the past 10 years, I've just been a, a, a marketing growth coach for 
small to medium-sized pest control companies. And you can find out more about my program uh, if you if you go to uh, pestcontrolmarketer.com. Please uh, subscribe to my podcast, pestcontrolmarketingpodcast.com, all great stuff there. Or you can call me at 770-993-0004, and I'll be glad to treat you to a free one-hour uh, coaching call. It'll help you a lot. It'll give you some great information. It won't cost you a penny. Great. Well, hey, uh, Hal, thanks again for joining me. I really enjoyed talking to you this morning. Thank you, Brad. I enjoyed it.